This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Great to be with you, one and all. I've got one more hour with you to break down the two games this weekend. Of course, I'm talking about the football games. There's much more that is going on in sports. NBA is crazy. Luka scored 73 just after Embiid scored 70. Women's college basketball on the rise that uh, LSU South Carolina game highest rated show on cable on Thursday night more so even than the NBA competition it was up against not bad i of course am excited about the royal rumble i don't think i'm the only one in this space right now i know there's plenty of you right now listening that are going to be pumped up for that royal rumble okay and that's a treat, too, because if you bought Peacock for that previous game, that Chiefs-Dolphins game, well, you still have it for the month. Watch the WWE Royal Rumble on Saturday night. Uh, some hockey, of course, but we're talking about the football games. And my official predictions, I've been going back and forth throughout the week. My official predictions are with the spread. Well, it doesn't matter. I think I think they both cover. So I'm I'm taking the Ravens with the four points. And I am taking the Niners with the seven. Uh, I feel like the Chiefs, where I like the Chiefs is I like Pacheco a lot. And I think that their defense has gotten better. The wide receivers stepped up a little bit last week. They're still they're still depending on guys that, you know, they ran it to McCall Hardman at the two-yard line. You have Isaiah Pacheco. What are you doing? They won on the road for the first time that they've had to in the Mahomes era, and I think that that can be infectious a little bit. So I think maybe they want to keep that going. I don't know they can do it in Baltimore, though. I just think too highly of Lamar Jackson. I've been on the Lamar train all of 2023. There was an interview Lamar Jackson gave at one point prior to the season. He said, I want to throw for 6,000 yards. And he said it kind of facetiously, and he didn't get that, of course. But I believed him. I said, I believe you. I believe that's what you want to do. I believe that's what you can do. I've been in on the Lamar train the entire season, and so I think he continues to have the success he's having, and they have the game at home, and I think they win. The Lions I really do want to take. I like that they got two guys they can give to the the football within the backfield. 
Uh, you would think that Josh Reynolds or Jamison Williams, one of those other receivers, have to step up. I know Sam Laporte has been a good weapon in the passing game, kind of dealing with injuries. Amon Ross St. Brown, of course, will probably need to have a big game. Jared Goff, how's he going to do? They can beat they can beat the Niners. I'm still siding with the fact that the Niners know they got away with one and they're going to come out and they're going to play they're going to play not to lose and they're going to play to win right away. But I do think if you look at the Lions how they can win. They got the mentality with Dan Campbell. They got the mentality to stop the Niners mentality. I did not see a very confident Brock Purdy in that game last Saturday night. Now I know he had that great drive at the end and he was finally settled in, but it took him three and a half quarters to settle in. He did not look good for much of the game. And I think if the Lions can get to them early and then make them play from behind, then they could end this thing relatively quickly. So very interesting to see how these games go. My official predictions though, I am going with the favorites Ravens and the Niners. Jonathan is in Baltimore. Jonathan. What's going on, man? What's up? How you doing tonight? Uh, I'm first good. of all, I mean, um, uh, like I said, first, uh, I look at this game, the Ravens and uh, Chiefs, and you know what? I don't know if I said it the other day, but you know what? The best of, the best of Patrick Mahomes can show up. I think the best of Lamar is going to show up. I think the best of Andy Reid is going to show up. And I think the best of John Harbaugh is going to show up. You know what's going to make the difference? If you just kind of really said it, the supporting cast. Lamar, I mean, Patrick Mahomes can do all he can, throw the perfect pass, break out the perfect and do everything right. But can his team finish? At the end of the game, if they threw the ball to anybody else with Kelsey and they didn't make the catch, what would you say? Why didn't they throw the ball to Kelsey? Lamar has options. If they throw it to Andrews, nobody in Baltimore is mad. If they throw it to Likely, nobody in Baltimore is mad. If they throw it to Flowers, nobody in Baltimore is mad. If they throw it to OBJ, you might get a question. And if they throw it to Bateman. No, OBJ, there's got he's got one more big game left in him. Or one more big catch. Not even the game. Just yeah. one play. That's what he's got. He's got to get one play. So what I'm saying, it's the best of Patrick Mahomes with limited options and the best of Lamar Jackson with unlimited options. You pick which one you would take. And that's all that's what it's gonna come down to. I don't think Mahomes is gonna fall, so he's gonna come over here and throw five interceptions. I think he's gonna be Mahomes. And what what made Mahomes throw his helmet? Not that he was playing horrible, that he made the perfect throw and his team didn't catch it. Or they made the perfect play and his team didn't finish it. That to me is the difference, man. That's yeah, difference. well yeah, hey, we'll see, Jonathan. Good call. Maybe it is just that simple when you look at this. Maybe it is that easy. That simple. And they've had their receivers that have tried to step up in big spots. And last week they did get a little bit better out of certainly Marquez Valdez Scantling and uh, Rasheed Rice as well. But they're relying on guys like worse than that. Uh, whether Richie James gets a spin or uh, I'm not sure about Kadarius Tony's status or um, again, McCole Hardman. But the year that they lost Tyreek Hill, they were still able to win 
because of how good Travis Kelsey was. And Travis Kelsey still very good, but he is not playing at the level that he was a year ago. Now, last week, he had a couple of touchdowns, was more involved, and look at that. Coincidence. They win. So they're going to need a big game from Kelsey. Try to take him away. I still think Pacheco is an insanely good weapon. Very tough to stop. I haven't seen, like, I feel like every Pacheco run I see is at least eight yards. I can maybe think of one or two times he's been stopped behind the line of scrimmage that I was paying attention. And so if the Ravens can focus on him and do that too. You take Pacheco away, you take uh, Kelsey away. Who's beating you? Who's beating you? Blake Bell? Justin Watson? Noah Gray? No. Jonathan's in Sacramento. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, welcome and, uh, to the party. Thank you. Uh, I am. I live in Sacramento, but I was born in Detroit, so I'm a diehard Lions fan amongst 49ers. And uh, if you listen to the local radio out here, you get a little bit of a mixture. You have people questioning Brock Purdy. And I think if the Lions go into this and frazzle him, they will have a chance at winning uh, if they bring the pressure. I consider that this 49ers-Lions game is going to be like that scene from Rocky two when Apollo is talking to his corner man and his corner man is saying, we don't need that kind of man in our life. I, you, we threw everything <laughs> at him and he just kept coming. And that's what the Lions have been doing. They've been showing tenacity and grit. And I believe that this game is going to go 35-27 Lions. As far as AFC, I think this is Baltimore's time. I just do. And I would love to see the Lions go against Baltimore and get some get back for that last game uh, during the regular season. Yeah, I think uh, I talked about this last night, too. Thanks, Jonathan. Good luck to you, especially living in enemy territory. But there was a uh, social media study that had come out about who was rooting for who. And most of America is rooting for Detroit. I mean, it's barely even a question. You got a little pocket rooting for Baltimore, a little pocket rooting for Kansas City. Obviously, some of the states out west rooting for San Francisco, but everywhere else is pretty much rooting for Detroit. I think we could have some good matchups here. Do we want to see San Francisco and Kansas City again? Do we want to see San Francisco and Baltimore again? I think we want to see Detroit, and they could play the Chiefs like the first game of the season, but I think you want to see Detroit-Baltimore. I think that's what people want to see of these four from a, you know, not from a your team's out of it kind of thing. I think the average fan would maybe want that matchup because of the Lions and their success when they haven't had it for three decades and because of the Ravens and because of not the Chiefs, specifically Taylor Swift, which a lot of people, I, I don't know that I have talked to, I, I think a lot of people have been anti that have been calling Taylor Swift. I don't think they show her enough. Robert, in Annapolis. Prediction time. Well, you waited all week, and here it is. I've waited now, all week for you to predict the Chiefs. I'm going to put it. The Chiefs have had a nice five-year reign, but no reign lasts forever. I'm an old guy, and I remember back now 60 years, there was a, a man named Charles Sonny Liston. He was the baddest man in town. He tore through the heavyweight ranks. And one day he got into the ring with this young up-and-comer by the name of Cassius Clay. And as he looked over, he saw 
that this guy was actually bigger, stronger, and faster, and Sonny's reign was over. Now, I don't know if that's what's going to happen Sunday. I certainly hope so, but uh, that's what I think it is. I think it's the Ravens' time. I actually think they're younger, bigger, and, and faster. And, um, and I'm going to say they're not only going to cover the spread, they're going to win by uh, double digits. Now, could be wrong. In fact, you know, I just saw the replay of uh, from a couple years ago. I had a great game. Ravens prevailed 36-35 against the Chiefs. That's the one time they beat Mahomes. And you know what I was taking back? In just two years, how many different players there are now on these teams? You know, it's like it was several different players that are be playing tomorrow. So you can't just look back and, eh, well, we beat the uh, Chiefs and beat the Ravens three or four times with Mahomes. It, these are every time it's a different team, a different situation. So we'll just see how it goes. And like the other callers, uh, I think most of us would like to see the Lions get in there. That would always be a good story. I waited all week for you to predict the Ravens by double digits? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I usually don't talk them up. You know, I I try to (laughs) keep a low profile. I usually make my boasting calls after the fact. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I just think it's, you know, sometimes it's just that that's how uh, things unfold. You know, things that have been the way they've been for a while, they end. And then something else begins. So let's, let's see where it goes. And we'll, All right. uh, we'll we'll call in uh, uh, maybe not Monday if they lose, but certainly next week if they even if they do lose to take my take my medicine. All right, you're either taking the medicine or taking a victory lap, Robert. Thanks for the call. The uh, 36-35 game that was in the 2021 season that he referenced different players. The Baltimore Ravens were led in rushing by Lamar Jackson, 16-107 with two touchdowns. And then it was Tyson Williams, Latavius Murray, and Devontae Freeman. The leading receivers were Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and Sammy Watkins. Tyreek Hill was on the Chiefs, but he was only 3 of 14 that game. And uh, some different guys on the defense, otherwise mostly the same. But, yeah, different guys for sure, even just being two years ago. J-Mo is in Wisconsin. My man, what's up? Barty, Bart, Bart. You're the king hey, and my chicken a la king, you know that. Thank you. Hey, remember the first hour of the show? You might. You were there. Anyhow, oh, yes. I thought that was rhetorical. Yes. Well, anyhow, uh, Adrian Griffin, I didn't know much about the guy, so I pulled up his old Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a paragraph in there that struck me when I read it that Adrian Griffin was a key contributor and component to the Toronto's uh, successful championship run in 2019. Yeah, he was one of the assistants with Nick Nurse, yep. Yeah, and after reading that, I realized one thing about Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin writes and edits his own Wikipedia page. I don't remember his name mentioned once that season. I think it was Kawhi Leonard that had a lot more to do with anything. Kawhi, Nick got mentioned a lot. Uh, Siakam and Van Vliet. But I don't remember Adrian Griffin's name mentioned a single time that that Now, they didn't focus too much on the uh, assistant coaches in that run, no. No, they sure didn't. Well, uh, in Wisconsin football season's over, you know that. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about these here, uh, what you got? You got some. You, I bet you're betting on them. You got a rooting interest yourself, Bart? 
Um, I'm not placing actual wagers on the game. I will play some daily fantasy contest, and I will probably build lineups based on what I think is going to happen. I think Lamar Jackson will have a terrific day, and I feel like the Niners are going to get past the Lions. So that's where I'm at with these games. What about you? Well, mainly because sports wagering is illegal in Wisconsin. So, yeah, you got to do your uh, your fake wages, your fake gambling. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I want Detroit to get there because that will just leave, what, the Browns, Texans, and Jaguars as the only teams to never participate in a Super Bowl. Is that right? That sounds right. Sounds right. Sounds right. And uh, the Ravens, they're just going to be too. I mean, they, they, they just dominated and manhandled and slapped around the 49ers out in California A when they played. I don't see how the Chiefs are going to survive that. Yeah, the Ravens, uh, they beat up on both of those NFC teams. So I think if we get, if we get the Ravens in the Super Bowl, I think you're getting a lot of people referencing, well, they already beat the Niners and they beat up on the Lions. And, well, those were different times. But the Niners really wasn't. The Niners, the Niners game was Christmas Day. That was a month ago. I don't think a lot has changed in the last month for either team. No, a month isn't that long, even in the NFL. Yeah, no. and when did they, and the, was that game in The Lions was week six. Uh, I was in Baltimore. I think, I think it was kind of a sloppy day, but the Lions, I mean, the Ravens won by like 30. Uh, I, I figure it'll be purple rain, which is the rain that never ends. It'll be Baltimore to win it all, even if, no matter who they play. All right, good predictions. Anything else, J-Mo? Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm satisfied now that I've spoken to you this week. I'm satisfied also. Oh, fantastic! Good. We're both we're both satisfied. Bonsoir, boy. All right, happy to satisfy you, J-Mo. All right, eight five five. Nice one, I, I thought for sure he'd say something. I, I, he left me hanging there. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. I'm Bar Winkler. Shep's here. Marco's coming up. More from you guys. CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. is the Bart Winkler Show. You can hear it Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. I am Bart Winkler, a little on-air producing. Maybe this would be, we need, I need a, we need a new theme song. We need a new opening song. You know, everyone's got their opening songs. Maybe that could be it. I'm going to work on that over the next week, so. And there's some I've had in mind, but that could be it. I like the Foo Fighters. We could do that. I like that one. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention is about Michigan football. We talked so much about Jim Harbaugh leaving. Sharon Moore is officially the next head coach of Michigan. This was a no-brainer. Not only does this keep the, I think, the recruits intact and the program intact and the culture intact and everything intact, but it allows Michigan to have the best chance of 
continuing to compete. Um, I haven't seen a like a mass exodus of players there. We saw it with Alabama. Nick Saban's gone. They lost 21 kids at least. And Kalen DeBoer comes in and, you know, maybe a couple guys transfer over, but they they are not where they would have been if he did not leave. They're top corner. He's at Ohio State now. A bunch of other guys left the program or entered the NFL draft. So they are they are not they're not Alabama that they were a year ago. Still Alabama. We'll see what Kalen DeBoer does coming from Washington, but they're not Alabama. With Sharon Moore, he's got to step in for the guy that brought them to prominence. And I know that he's had good success there because even though the wins, I think they get they get attributed to Harbaugh, don't they? Like Sharon Moore beat Ohio State, you know? So it's not like this, oh, can he beat Ohio State? Yes, he can. He's beaten Ohio State. And he's done well in the interim status. I wonder, though, because Harbaugh got, I, I think, a pretty decent you know, leash or amount of time to succeed. Michigan's schedules, I've talked about this already, but they are hard, uh, especially with this new Big Ten. Next year, you've got Texas, USC. You're at Washington, and that's all before Halloween. Then you still have Oregon at Ohio State. Like, that's in 2024. Uh, the year after that, they they go to Oklahoma. They, they scheduled some tough non-conference games. Uh, they play Ohio State. They play USC. They play Washington. Uh, I think that's actually a little lighter in comparison the year after that. I mean, this is the Big Ten now. So, yes, I think more Big Ten schools. I think when you get to this 12-team playoff, you get an ACC school, the group of five, a Big 12, SEC, and a uh, Big 10. And I think the majority of the at-large teams are going to come from SEC and Big 10. But, Shep, I just wonder, like, he's already had success. He's beaten Ohio State. He won in the interim status. I just wonder, like, if, if Michigan fans, because they won their championship, are they going to be – bloodthirsty for another one or are they going to give this guy like the benefit of the doubt here if things don't go well with the I'm not I'm only saying this because of how tough the schedule is I think we've seen that this is the right this was the right hire but these schedules I mean Harbaugh ducked out at the right time oh without question and you know this guy has paid his dues man he was at Louisville he was at Central Michigan and you know he's not a he's not a flash in the pan hire uh, like you said there's nobody more qualified to step in and do this job considering the difficulty of opponents that he faced, the circumstances in which he took the job under, and he's a young guy, and that he has that going for him. Like, you know, Jim, say what you want about Jim Harbaugh, and I know he's a great hire for the Chargers, but he's not a spring chicken, man. Like, he doesn't have that many years left as a head coach. Let's be honest about that. So... I believe this guy's 37 years old. We saw what he did against Maryland. We saw what he did against Penn State. We saw what he did against Ohio State and galvanizing that team in a real near to impossible situation considering he's never really been a head coach before. And he passed with flying colors. And, you know, you understand that Harbaugh left for a variety of reasons, uh, chief among them being the difficulty of schedule. Like, this was the time to go. Not to say that Jim Harbaugh leaves when the tough, you know, when the tough times come, but... Uh, this is a no-brainer, like you said. Um, the only pushback people might have against you, well, Sharon Moore won, which, you know, Jim Harbaugh's players, is he going to be able to be the same caliber of a recruiter? 
And then you talk about the aspect of patience at Michigan. I don't think people saw them getting a title with Jim Harbaugh. We, we've said it before, Bart. The, 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 real, the real attribute and the real you know, accomplishment for Michigan has always been beating Ohio State, not winning a national title. So this is just you know, gravy at this mm-hmm. point. You've got to give them at least a few years. Well, the one thing I remember about that game, if anything, is, and I'm talking about Michigan-Ohio State to cap off the regular season, is how aggressive Moore was. He was coaching that game. I know Harbaugh was there midweek, and he may have told Moore, hey, be aggressive. But they went for it on fourth down three times and got it all three times. They coached that game to win, as you would expect, but they were aggressive, and Michigan got the win, and it elevated them into the playoff to the national championship game. Harbaugh now with the Chargers, Sharon Moore getting the uh, coaching gig that became official today. They did have to post it because it's a state job and there's seven days, I thought, but they must have just said, screw it. We're going to hire this guy. Everybody knows we uh, are going to do that anyway. 855-212-4CBS. Tony is in Toronto. Tony. Hey, Bart. How are you doing? Hey, good, Tony. What's up? Um game KC and the Ravens I guess uh, I go against the grain here I don't think this is going to be close but it's going to be a KC that's going to win 31-13 oh my god the take quakes that would happen after that game (laughs) now here's my rationale I'm not just you know grasping at straws here you have a championship caliber team that's proven to be a championship winner you got a coach that's awesome coach reed mahomes that that's a given okay until dethroned he is the best quarterback in the league both athletically and mentally he's got the complete package consistently now when you look at the offense we seem to be saying or most of you are the Ravens and Lamar and whatever, and that KC doesn't have the players they used to have. But you look at this. Kelsey is still Kelsey, and he's going to have it in him for at least, I would think, another year or two if he wants to play, but certainly for the Super Bowl and this championship coming up. You got Pacheco, as we know what he's done, needless to mention more. But we forget about Rishi Rice as well. So you have three high-caliber players that any team would love to have. Not many clubs have three, and they got the three. Now, but we're putting we're putting Rasheed Rice in there. We're putting we're going high-caliber on him. I think so. I mean, I think he's been playing well. Yeah, but okay, okay. You know, we each have our opinions and. This one is mine. The previous two, I don't think many would would say no. No, I Pacheco. Pacheco. I think the world of Pacheco, man. Right. I do. So, so this is why Lamar, all he's proven is that he's a whiner, not a winner. What? There's a letter missing. He's a whiner. He complains. When, when's he complain? Oh, what? What? When did he complain? How about not showing up uh, when they were playing Cincinnati because his foot hurt? Right, Mahomes looked like he had a busted leg, and Reed had to basically handcuff him to keep him out for a while. Well, none of that's going to matter when Lamar wins this weekend. 
Okay, so I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again on Monday. No, he won't. And, and we'll- if, 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 if the Ravens lose, I am ducking your calls forever. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it'll be interesting. But like I said, I, I think, you know what, they're the class of the league still. And I'm a Cowboys fan. It's not that I'm a KC fan. I'm a loyal Cowboys fan. But uh, Rasheed gotta- Rice is going to score his third touchdown. I'm going to be thinking, Tony, that son of a gun. <laughs> Bart, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Tony in Toronto. Thanks. A little fun back and forth with uh, Tony. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. So I've got um, Ravens and Niners. Shep, you had Ravens and Lions. Oh, no, it's going to be Ravens and Lions. I don't have the Ravens and Lions. Why do you, why, <laughs> why do, you do that? Well, I mean, it's gonna be. There's really no reason to. Although I am very, I am very confident that the Ravens are gonna get by the 49ers. Yes. I heard Marco's predictions with Jr., but I'm gonna ask him like I didn't. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Marco, what do you think is gonna happen on the, these games? Well, I, I hate to go chalk bar, but I, I, I buy it. Look, it's hard to bet against. Can- I, I had no idea you'd say that. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're replaying the. T- no, like I do like the Ravens. I do think it's Lamar, t- Lamar Jackson's time and. I think the 49ers had their scare, and they'll roll into the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I just, that wow. You really think that? Wow, what yeah. a surprise. Yeah, no, I really do. Yeah. Look, the Lions, it's a hell of a nice story. It really is. I just, <laughs> come on now. You're, you're like word for word saying you did well, that too. I did too. that on purpose. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see how much you remember from last, whatever oh, that I, was, a couple hours ago. I, I remember it all because I... <laughs> I thought I'm going to ask him the same thing and see what he's. That's says. impressive. I'm, I'm proud of you. That, that's impressive. Uh, that's actually like the only thing I remember from tonight. <laughs> Jamo's like, you remember the first hour of the show, and I think he made a joke alluding to. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember anything I say, but I remember. Hey, I remember what you say, Marco. That's. Mm, that, I'm that's honored. I'm honored. All right. Well, uh, strap in. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. We got Rich Herrera coming up. I would guess Rich is going to talk about, among other things, but maybe primarily football, maybe the NFL, as we have been doing here tonight. So Big, big baseball guy, too, by the way. Knows his football, and uh, if you want to have a baseball question, Rich is the guy to ask. Oh, maybe I will have to talk to Rich because I'm falling out of love with baseball. He's gonna, you know what? I, I say this. I've known Rich a long time. Uh, he's the type of guy that will get you back into the sport. Just him alone? You know, I'm telling you, man. When you li- like, when you listen to Rich talk baseball, like he makes you want to relive your glory days watching it growing up. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Rich has that magic. I think the thing that would get me the most back into baseball is the thing that got me into baseball the first time I was out on it. You're talking the big muscles? Yes. Okay, got it. I need yep. steroids back. Yeah. Well, I uh, and steroids I need my home runs. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was, I, good need... with, I, listen, I was good with Rifkin. I mean, that, that's all I need. I need a guy that's willing to go out there and play every day and play the toughest position in baseball outside of catcher and also put up nearly 500 home runs and get over 3,000 hits. I'm good with that. You don't have to cheat. 
Be like I don't Cal. know any baseball knowledge from 94 to 97. I don't know anything that happened. Oh, that's BS, and you know it. You remember it was Ripken. No, I, qu- I quit. I quit baseball. What? When you they went on strike, I quit. Wait a minute. You don't remember what happened between the Braves and uh, the, the team called the Cleveland? I can't say the name anymore. You don't remember that? World I didn't watch in 95 it. or 96, Yankees, Braves. Marlins. I didn't watch it. Wow. I did not watch it. I quit wow. baseball. I was a 10-year-old kid. They went on strike. Yeah. It was the first realization I had that money has a big role in sports. You know, I thought I was so dumb. I thought it was just a game. Okay. Yeah. That's and then I quit, and then I, I couldn't stop watching these guys mash taters. Man, you man, I'm man. I feel bad for you, Bart. You missed you missed Griffey in his smack dab in his prime. You missed the coming up of A Rod and Jeter and and Nomar. Uh, yeah, didn't watch it. Damn, that sucks, man. That, that that '96 series is one of the great World Series of all times, and that '97 World Series when Leland and the Marlins finally he finally got a World Series and they won in that uh, you know walk off man. That was a special one too. I, I watched a little of that one. All right, good. Just a, I did watch a little of that one, but otherwise I did not watch the rest. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. David Baltimore, what's up? Hey, good evening. Um, so I wanted to talk about the, uh, this Ravens game coming up, and I, I really do think the Ravens are going to pull this one out. But I believe that this game is going to decide the Super Bowl. I really believe one of the whoever wins this game is going to win beat Detroit or the 49ers. And the reason I say the Ravens, last time we played Detroit back in October, we smashed them 38-6. to And the Ravens are a better team now, and I'm sure Detroit is a better team now. But they were still learning Ty Munkin's offense at that time. And, you know, they discovered Isaiah Likely as a, as a really good tight end and got um, the rookie Flowers more involved into the offense. And you look at what we did to the 49ers uh, last month in San Francisco. So I really think whoever the Ravens play, they got a lot of confidence against one of those two teams. So if you look at Kansas City, everything's stacked against them in this game. And, you know, and going into Buffalo and winning that game was really tough. On the road, you're going to have an even tougher game against the Ravens in Baltimore. If somehow they could pull this one off with everything stacked against them, I really think they would win the Super Bowl if they could overcome this kind of adversity they're facing this weekend. So I really think between these two teams, whoever wins this game will probably win the Super Bowl. I don't know if get your opinion on that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I think uh, would happen in the Super Bowl. David, thanks for the question and the call. Um, I think the Ravens would beat the Lions. Well, I think the Ravens would beat either team. I think the Chiefs would beat the Lions and lose to the Niners? I don't know. That's a lot of predictions to make for one night. I made two. I'm I'm tuckered out from the two I made. Ravens and uh Niners. I'm tuckered out. I'm tuckered out from taking both of the favorites, guys. It took me all week to get there, but I am I am exhausted. John, Milwaukee, John. Hey Bart, good evening. Hey, it's good to hear you on the uh radio, national radio program. Congratulations. Thank you, um, John. Hey, uh, I know we're all big Packer fans. Um, it was uh, Green Bay did give it a go before we talk about the games this weekend. Uh, it would have been nice to see Green Bay in the game, but maybe uh, next year we'll uh, get a new defensive coordinator that's going to get our defense right, and I think we can be back. But, um, hey, Bart, I wanted to talk to you about these games this weekend. Um, yeah. The Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, now that game I'm excited to watch. 
I think that's going to be a high-scoring game, believe it or not. I think, I think like Pacheco, like you were talking about, that guy is great. I mean, he is going to run the ball up and down the field, I believe, and I think he's going to score. And I think that's going to be quite a game because, you know, Kansas City, um, they show up when it comes to playoff time, they, they just turn it into a different gear. Uh, like well, like we saw last weekend with um, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, so maybe those guys will hook up again this weekend. And then the uh, the other game, um, San Francisco and Detroit. Now the weather next week, this weekend should be in perfect weather conditions. It should be like 70 degrees with no wind, unlike last weekend. So I think this weekend, I think that should be a high scoring game. I could definitely see um, a lot of a points scored in that game with. Um, the receivers on both sides of the field. So I think that's going to be a good game. I think to watch. the temperature's dropping a little bit. It might be around 50, but. Oh, okay. With football, uh, well, 70 so, and 50, like, what's the difference? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it would have been ideal conditions otherwise, but um, we'll take that versus that below, um, you know, zero weather type games any day. Uh, good to hear from that's... you again, John. Likewise, Bart. All right, John, Milwaukee. Long-time guy that I've uh, talked to over the years, and that's nice. Van is in Cleveland. Van. Hey, what's going on? What's good? Hey, I'm predicting the Ravens and the, the Lions for the Super Bowl. Any reason why? Yeah, because the Ravens got an outstanding defense, and they're going to take Kansas City out of here. And I'm tired of looking at my holes on the commercials. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else that you were tired of looking at. I thought you were going to say you're tired of looking at my girl Tay-Tay. Oh, no, no, no. I I got nothing against her. She's all right. <laughs> Good. Good. All right. Good. All right, Van. Enjoy the weekend. You as well. And uh, tell Chef I'm going to try to line up Mike Tyson to whip on him. Yes. Do you have any in, or you're just good, throwing man. a hail mary? I'm just, I'm just throwing a hail mary. All right, all right. I was yeah. wondering. You never know. All right, then. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, for the uh, uninformed, David Shepard thinks he could beat up Mike Tyson in his prime. He said, "No, no, 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 no. I can win in a fight now against Mike Tyson. I couldn't beat Mike Tyson up at any point. He's too powerful." but I would um, out-strategize him, and I would outwork him. Uh, Mike Tyson could beat you falling down the stairs, man. Well, that would be a problem because then he'd be unconscious. So, Yeah, but he'd knock you out along the way is what I'm saying. Uh, he'd have to have a reach now, and he'd have to have endurance, and he has neither. He's almost 60 years old, and he's going on 80. So, right, I, okay. I, listen, I respect right. the guy's career. Right mm-hmm. now, he has not taken care of his body. I like my chances. I'm not saying we'll, we'll I'm not buy, saying we'll I cannot punch you off him. this at some point. We'll budge you okay. off this at some point. Okay. If it takes if it takes Mike Tyson coming to the studio to punch you right in the jaw, we're gonna budge you off of this one. Yeah, I'm not gonna comment on him uh, finding his way to any studio these days. Jeez. All right, uh, Lance, Michigan. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I hear you good. What's up? Yeah, I think I think the season is going to end just the way it started that Thursday night. I think it's going to be Kansas City versus Detroit. Um, I think that's a popular opinion for a lot of people in Lions country. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and then, you know, there, there's a lot I got to say about this, you know. So, 
First of all, like whoever wins that uh, that Kansas City Baltimore game, I'm not just counting them out. I'm really not. I'm, I'm truthfully, honestly, only picking them because that's how the season started. And you know, good stories have a way of tending to work out and just happening. Like the Kelsey, it'll be Kelsey's last game. You know, Taylor Swift's brother will be there. I could just see them. I could see Kelsey going off. You know, I can also see the Ravens going on to win the whole thing. If we go on to play the Ravens. It's going to come down to, you know, it's always hard to beat a team twice. The Lions couldn't beat the Bears or the Packers twice, you know, and the the Packers ended up being really good. We didn't know that early on in the year. The Bears were awful, and they beat us the second time, but, you know, so it's very hard to beat a team twice. If uh, if we play Kansas City, I think we win, you know, as a Lions fan. If we play Baltimore, I think it really comes down to, like, you know, is there do we have enough on tape to figure out how to stop Lamar? You know, Detroit has historically always been poor against the running quarterback. Um, that will be very difficult, but it also be, would be very cool to see how our guys bounce back. And, you know, I, I think that would be a great football. I don't think they would blow us out twice. Um, it'd be a very – there are going to be some very tough games either way, but I, I think it would be great to just see, you know, how can, our, how, can, how can we respond after getting blown out, you know? Well, hope you enjoy the game. Hope it's uh, fruitful for you. Thanks for the call. And one more, Thomas in Baltimore. Got about 40 seconds for you. Hey, Bart. Hey, Shep. God, love you guys. Love you guys. Listen to you every night. I'm Hell yeah. for Ravens and Lions. That's who I'm thinking. You think because the Ravens be nice... can beat the Lions or what? I think the Ravens will take it all the way. I just think it'll be a nice, fresh Super Bowl. Lions, Ravens. I think it'll feel just feel fresh for everybody. I'm scared of the 49ers with their weapons. They got so many of them, but um, I feel like Ravens and Ravens and Lions. I uh, love you guys, and uh, you cracked me up with that uh, guy from Michigan earlier. You guys were cracking me up. <laughs> no, that's good stuff, Thomas. Thanks for listening tonight. Okay, Rich Herrera's coming up. My thanks to Marco Belletti and David Shepard. What are you doing for the game? Do you just watch these at home, Shep, or what's your what's your strategy? Uh, you know what, Bart, I might go see uh, Mike. Uh, see my parents in Connecticut and hang out with them and watch some football, man. How about yourself? I'm going to be watching on my couch, and I'm still going to continue trying to indoctrinate my son into liking football. So that's it's more of a – it's about me and enjoying these games and obviously watching them to then discuss them on Monday. But I'm also still trying to get a four-year-old who loves Paw Patrol and PJ Mask um, to like the NFL. So – it's uh, it's going better than I thought it would, honestly. For a while, I thought we were off the beaten path, but the playoffs have really picked it up a notch. All right, we will be back on Monday. Rich Herrera next. Thanks for listening, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.